Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, Certified Life and Career Coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own Life Reimagined. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode. On April 1st, my new digital magazine, Be The Real You, is going live. This magazine is for women who are ready to step into their big dreams. And to do that, you have to be true, you have to be authentic. In essence, you have to be the real you. That's the only way you can have the big life that you deserve. Now, articles in the magazine are going to range from interviews with successful business owners. There'll be some mindset tips. There'll be conversations on topics like honoring and valuing your time, ways to override self-confidence or self-esteem issues that really truly often get in our way, especially as women, as well as some fun ways that we as women can embrace joy and truly be the stars in our own lives. Now, this has been in the works for a while, and I'm so incredibly excited that it's finally happening. I call it our women's authenticity movement because it's really about you being who you truly are, deciding what it is that you really want in this lifetime, and then doing it. Now, someone asked me if it's just for business women. Not at all. Though creating and running your own business is a focal point. It's for all women who are ready to be and live as their real and authentic selves. So go to sherryharmel.com and subscribe. Let's make this women's authenticity movement big. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 26, and it's titled Clean Out Your Closet of Regrets. Well, letting go of regrets is hard. It's really hard. We can all say that. I struggle with letting go of regrets myself, and honestly, to do so requires some hard work, but the benefit is truly life-shifting. Well, There are a couple of reasons why sometimes We can't let go of what could have been or what we wish had been. So first, those thoughts are familiar and we're comfortable with whatever is familiar, even if it is super disempowering. And second, and much more important, is that if a regret just keeps coming up, there is usually some sort of deeper, unresolved issue that's causing you to not be able to let go of it. Your task is to figure out what that is. Maybe you haven't given yourself the time to grieve the career you didn't have, the job you didn't get, the relationship that you've lost. But bringing awareness to what is underneath the regret that won't go away is actually what helps you to clear that regret out of your soul's closet. Now, here's an example. I'm a woman of a certain age, obviously. And frankly, if I let myself, I could feel weighted down by all my regrets. 
I regret staying married as long as I did. I regret leaving the investment world. I regret moving back to Minneapolis. I regret relinquishing my son. And the biggie, the all-encompassing, I regret loving so dang much. But hanging on to regrets can fill up all the spaces in my head and heart and ultimately in my life. It's like having a super full closet that you cannot stuff in one more pair of shoes or one more dress. Therefore, I've learned that I have to let them go or else I won't have the space for what it is that I'm trying to create. Now, I see this happen over and over with so many of my clients, and I have a feeling you could relate. You'll feel like you're making progress, and then for no reason at all, that regret pops back up, and you find yourself drawn back into the familiar of not letting go and almost obsessing over what could have been. Those thoughts around the regret just take up all your free time, the space in your day when you pause to think about whether or not your dream is ever going to come true. Again, just imagine that you're in the closet of your soul and that you have to make space for your dreams or you won't ever have the extra space that you need to work on those dreams. There is something really interesting about regrets, and this is research-based. It shows that we seem to be able to let go of the mistakes we've made. We let go of our mistakes much faster than a regret of what we didn't do. The opportunity, the relationship, the job we didn't take, these are the hardest to let go of. We can accept we make mistakes, isn't that interesting? And yet we hold on to what could have been, maybe forever. If you noticed from my personal examples, each of the regrets I have to continually work hard to let go of are all focused on what could have been or what I wished had been. They sound like this. If I have left my marriage earlier, I could have found a loving partner. If I hadn't moved to Minneapolis, I wouldn't be in this situation of feeling stuck and wanting to flee. I'd be happier and my business would have grown much faster if I had stayed in Boston. The list goes on. But in every single example, what I'm holding on to is what could have been, or actually, more specifically, what I wished had been. So let's talk about those could have beens. First, remember, and I always say, there is no crystal ball that could show us exactly what would have happened if we had taken a different path in our lives. The catch is, we think it would have been much better. However, we're human, and therefore, whatever, whatever path we take, things happen, both good and bad. Second, fantasizing about what could have been doesn't serve you. In fact, it's self-sabotaging. Those fantasies, those wishes, those could have beens are all about you comparing your current life 
to some sort of fantasy life or the life you wish you had had. Now, you know that comparing your real life to something as unrealistic as a movie or a great book of fiction is kind of out there. And remember that comparisons are the killers really of your self-esteem and your confidence. And that is especially true when you compare yourself to some idealized, unreal life. And yet we do it. When I began to think about my move back to Minneapolis, you know, when I started that whole process, both my daughter and my son were going through relationship losses. So I told myself my move was an emotional decision based on love. Yes, that's true, but there was more. And this was really, really important because when I got quiet and really have reflected in on why I make th- made this move, I see that I was drawn to a vision that I had created in my heart. I was going to create a home where my kids and grandkids would come and go. Holidays were going to be filled with this huge family around my table. I was going to be like this matriarch. And I'd have a best friend relationship with my long estranged sister. So I now see that these wishes and that vision were at their core coming from losses that I've experienced in my life. And honestly, up to this point, I hadn't completely accepted. And this is why when things don't work out, like my unrealistic vision, Minneapolis had suddenly become this huge regret in my life that was much bigger than a relocation. So figuring out why you have remained so attached to what could have been is super important. It's so important that you will, it will keep you, if you don't find it, you will never be able to find the benefits of the path you did take You have to gain that understanding of what it was, what was the vision that you were really holding on to. What happened to my regret? Well, it was when I uncovered why I had really made the move that I could see the wonderful benefits that have come from my three years here in Minneapolis. My daughter fell in love, married a great guy, and subsequently moved 60 miles away from me. My son met a fabulous woman and they have merged their two families, which now totals six kids. My children and grandchildren, yes, are super, super busy and have very little time for me, but they are all happy. And that is exactly what a mother wants for her children. It's important, though, to see that it was only when I was able to, un- to really uncover the underlying wishes I had for this crazy move that I could see my Minneapolis relocation was actually wonderful. I was there for both my kids when they needed me. Yes, in their hearts, they already knew that I loved them both. But because I picked up my life and moved to Minneapolis at a time when they needed me, My love for them in their minds was unquestionable. And because both of them have found loving partners with whom they are sharing 
their very, very busy lives, I can now return to my adopted hometown of Boston, as well as my other life in Paris. So ladies, your task this week is to pull out your journal and write down your biggest life regrets. List them out. And next, I want you to get really quiet and ask yourself, what are the deeper issues that are wrapped up in that wish or that could have been life? Is there something you haven't totally let yourself mourn or grieve over? Maybe it's the loss of a wonderful partner, a career path, your dream of what a family is. So ask yourself, what is it? And if there's any residual anger or sadness, that's your clue that there is something you need to acknowledge and really work through. It is only when you do that that you can finally take that regret out of your soul's closet and make room for your dreams. For me, it was family loss. And yet, when I look at these past two years, I see many versions of the creation of family. Not only did, you know, if I had wonderful times with my children and my grandchildren, but I reconnected with my best college friends under the guise of a book club. And once a month, we sit around a table eating, talking, sharing our lives, our wishes, and our dreams. These women and many others are my family. If I had chosen to hold on to what could have been, then I would have kept myself from creating all the wonderful new happenings in my life. I wouldn't have scheduled my move back to Boston once my house is sold. I wouldn't have created courses for women like you. And certainly, I would not have made my big happening, which is the launch of my magazine, Be The Real You, even begin to happen. Well, being the real you means that you honor yourself. You take care of yourself regardless of those pressure-filled shoulds that hang around us. So once you uncover what is keeping you attached to a wish and maybe a subsequent regret that's attached to that wish, I promise you, you'll have so much more space inside of you. Lots of room for you to get started on your dreams and create that big life you desire. So ladies, join me. Let's clean out our closets. (laughs) Now, I mentioned that, you know, I have this big launch coming up. It's only in two weeks. On April 1st, my new digital magazine, Be The Real You, is going live This magazine is for women who are ready to step into their big dreams. And to do that, you have to be true. You have to be authentic. In essence, you have to be the real you. That's the only way you can have the big life that you deserve. Now, articles in the magazine are going to range from interviews with successful business owners. There'll be some mindset tips. There'll be conversations on topics like honoring and valuing your time, ways to override self-confidence or self-esteem issues that really, truly often get in our way, especially as women, as well 
as some fun ways that we as women can embrace joy and truly be the stars in our own lives. Now, this has been in the works for a while, and I'm so incredibly excited that it's finally happening. I call it our Women's Authenticity Movement because it's really about you being who you truly are, deciding what it is that you really want in this lifetime, and then doing it. Now, someone asked me if it's just for business women. Not at all, though creating and running your own business is a focal point. It's for all women who are ready to be and live as their real and authentic selves. So go to sherryharmel.com and subscribe. Let's make this women's authenticity movement big. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and I hope you have found this podcast topic beneficial. Go subscribe to the magazine, join our Facebook group, and I'll see you very soon. Abiento. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, you can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream? Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.